Well, today, December 22nd, 2022, is my birthday. And I uh, woke up this morning. Actually, I took the day off. I'm usually out on the road when I talk to y'all, but today I'm actually at my house. And I have my faithful companion here with me, Scout. She's a Labrador retriever. She's probably eight years old. She likes to bark at everything. And she's just tilting her head as I pet her head and talk to her. She knows I'm talking about her. Hey. There she is. Yeah, she says, good morning. Good morning. And we've got Jasper, our cat, up on top of some laundry. Should have been folded several days ago, but he's found a nice little comfortable space. And it's 52 degrees outside. And so... They're comfortable in in this warm house and this cozy little living room of ours. And it's just us today. And uh, I've been spending my morning looking at all of the well wishes for happy birthday. Um, Several made me cry. Um, When a man wins the... um, what's the word I'm looking for, respect of another man who is in high esteem. For me personally, it's, it's, uh, it's sobering. I'm honored and I am moved to tears by, by men who respect me, who I have a great deal of respect for. So You'll forgive me if I get a little choked up this morning, but I turned 56 years old this morning. And uh, my wife and I were sitting up last night uh, watching a show, and I looked up at the clock that's just below our TV, and uh, it said 12.02, and I said, hey, it's my birthday. And uh, every every night, I usually burn a candle in my living room because I love the smell of the candle. It, it gives sort of a... A, a nice smell to our living room and it's it's kind of cozy and I'm a, I'm a romantic like that and so every night I would blow the candle out I'd say it's my birthday happy birthday to me and I'd silly silly sing a song and I'd sing happy birthday to me and then I'd blow the candle out well last night I told my wife I said uh, well I'll get to blow the candle out tonight and it really is my birthday and so I sang happy birthday to myself and she and I both laughed and I blew the candle out, and I said, let's go to bed. I'm tired. And so I woke up this morning, and my my wife was sweet to me and said good morning and happy birthday. And my daughter came down, and she and my wife stood at the foot of my bed and sang happy birthday. My son, who is 14 years old, uh, he's still asleep. My other daughter, who lives with us, her and her husband, they live in our apartment that we, we have here. Um, it's connected to our house. And uh, they, uh, they're up in Alabama right now. They're celebrating Christmas with um, his family. And so I don't have my grandson here, my oldest daughter. But they're, they're going to try to be back Christmas evening. Um, a lot of snow up in that area. So I'm, I'm, I told them, be prepared. You may not make it back. You may have to stay a little while longer. So anyway, it's just me here today with with Scout and Jasper. And uh, 
we're just hanging out and um, reading all my wonderful posts and reflecting over the, the last birthdays. I think my wife said this is birthday number 38 that she has spent with me. It's a long time. Um, next year we will have been married 30 years, which is a long time in today's standards. And it wasn't easy, you know, we, we had our ups and downs and we had some rough spots, but we made it through it. But uh, just reflecting on, on everything and I look around my house and I've got this beautiful, beautiful two-story house that's situated on the outskirts of the city. You wouldn't know there was a city nearby with it being so woodsy and I have this beautiful piece of property that's filled with beautiful hardwood trees and um, oak trees, big live oaks, you know, moss hanging down from them. And my neighborhood is just very woodsy. Anyway, I'm, I'm very blessed. My wife and I both are so blessed to have what we have and to be, to really have plenty. I look around at my living room and it's just full of stuff. You, If you're a neat freak, you would probably be out of out of your mind over here at my house um we have tile floors and uh, we have a living room with the fireplace <clears throat> stone fireplace beautiful stone fireplace and um two two um, leather uh sofas that are electronic you can prop your feet up with them they're nice and uh we have a small TV. We don't have a really huge TV. I think my TV is only 55 inches. And by today's standards, I guess that's probably not huge, but it's perfect for us. We like it. I like low lights. We got a couple of lamps around the area. and I've got an old, old antique organ that sits over in the corner with a couple of lights on it. We put some decorations on it. Christmas decorations, some, some turn-of-the-century um, porcelain houses with... Uh, people around looks like snow and tiny Christmas trees and of course in the corner is the Christmas tree all lit up beautiful with its lights and presents underneath and I look around and I'm just I'm just so blessed to have what I have I'm so blessed to to be where I am because you know there's been times in our life when my wife and I were living you know month to month, week to week sometimes, day to day, really. Um, we've had some tough times. We've, I remember uh, I had to pawn my uh, um, my wedding ring once, and uh, I was terrified that I wouldn't have enough money to, to get the uh, ring out of hock, you know. And um, anyway, I did, and I still have it, and we were talking about that last night, she and I, and, you know, my ring comes off my finger pretty easily now because I've lost 15 pounds, and uh, which is a good thing. I'm trying to, <laughs> and uh, so I look around at all the dishes my wife has collected through the years. <laughs> then I go on our back patio, which is a screened-in patio, and uh, oh my goodness, we have more stuff back here than you could shake a stick to. In fact, my wife and I. Um, we're, we're getting a garage. We have, we're going to get a 30 by 35 garage built on our, on our property so we can store a lot of this stuff, which is crazy. I know you'd think, just get rid of it, right? 
But it's stuff you don't want to get rid of. It's things you do want to keep, you know. And anyway, um, guess I'm no different than my parents were. I used to used to make fun of them keeping all their stuff, and here I've turned into them. And anyway, it's an overcast day today. The sky is white and filled with clouds. And Oh, it's cold outside, which I kind of like. I love when it's cold outside. I can stay home. I don't have to go to work. Although my office is very low light. My, uh, my secretary, she kids me and says it looks like a funeral home in there because I got it so low, low light. I just don't like bright light as I get older. And uh, anyway, another cup of coffee. I don't know if I have any coffee drinkers out there, but I'm a big coffee drinker. Well, I say big. I'm not big. My dad was a big coffee drinker. My grandma was even a super coffee drinker. And my dad would drink it all the time, even during the day. I typically don't drink coffee during the day, just in the morning. Mm, and I prefer Folgers. Folgers crystals. Um, it's expensive, though. I went to the store to buy Folgers. And uh, good gracious, it was almost $12 for a can of Folgers coffee. Anyway, I look around and I see so much that's got to be done. We, there's a bunch of us living here and we, we get kind of, we, we'll sit up at night and watch TV, you know, watch our shows as we call them. And through the show, I'll run, get something to eat or bring something back. And my wife will do the same thing. And <clears throat> you'd think we'd be as big as a house, but we're not. But we, we have to clean up in the morning get the bowls out, the glasses out, everything else. And uh, so that's what I'm doing now is getting the bowls and glasses out and whatever else she and I have left in there. Oh, <coughs> still fighting that cough, though. Still fighting the cough. Still feel okay, just fighting the cough a little bit. And uh, let's open some of these blinds up, even though it's kind of crappy outside. I do have a, a, uh, a maple tree that I planted um, out here. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Um, it's probably, oh man, I'd say eight or nine feet tall, um, probably 10 feet in, in diameter. And uh, it's a, uh, what do they call those? My dad used to call them red tip maple, but I think he just made it up. I believe they're called sweet, sweet maple. Anyway, they turn a beautiful color in the fall. Now, you'd think the fall in December, good gracious, almost no, almost January, but you got to realize we're in, North, we're in North Florida. Fall doesn't come to us until December, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Now, my neighbor has a beautiful one that's probably 60 feet tall. Well, no, I wouldn't say 60. I'd say probably 40, 40 feet tall and uh, maybe 50. Looking at it now. And it turns that real pretty yellow and orange and uh, it's gorgeous. I tried to plant trees in my yard that I knew one day would grow up and be gorgeous. I've got one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five. I've got five live oaks, the big, great, huge live oaks that, um, that grow big and hang over and the moss is in them. I hate the moss. But I love the trees because if it ever rains in my yard, live oaks will absorb the water and you'll have nothing really standing in your, in your, in your, in your yard. And so 
I do like them for that for that reason. And um, I'm looking for some of my. That is gone though. I'm looking for some of my uh, raisin bread, cinnamon raisin bread. I love to put it on the stove and heat it up with a little butter. Eat it with my coffee. Maybe it's in here. <gasps> is it? Oh my gosh. Am I in luck? Or is it still good? That's the thing about bread. You know, if you don't eat it right away, it either gets really hard or grows mold. Oh my goodness, look at here. The last two pieces. Ha 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 ha. Yes. And it's raisin bread. Love raisin bread. So, anyhow, let's find a pan here to cook it in. I don't know if you guys ever ever use a frying pan. But, you know, I grew up on frying pans. That's not all we had. We didn't have fancy dishes growing up. We were too poor. We did have a frying pan. And uh, Mama would cook everything in the frying pan. Fried chicken in the frying pan. We didn't have a chicken fryer. I got one of those newfangled uh, restaurant looking things with the baskets to fry the chicken in. Which is kind of crazy. I got an ice maker. I got a uh, air fryer. I mean, it's crazy. All the all the all the things we have today that my grandma and my mama didn't have growing up. You know, microwaves and stuff like that. Anyway, I'm glad of technology. In fact, my wife and I were watching this movie called Outlander, and uh, we. Uh, we were talking to each other about it, and I said, we both agreed, neither one of us would want to go back to that time, to the 1700s, and live the way they lived back then. Whew. We like all the comforts and creature comforts and all the things we have, you know, but I'm content. You know, that's one thing my wife and I were talking about last night, is just being content, you know. Um, we're not rich by no means. Um, I make less money I've made in, I think my whole career of nursing and uh, but you know what I love my job I love what I do I don't think I've ever really told y'all what I do so maybe maybe it's time you know what I do I was a nurse well I graduated nursing school in 95 I got my first job in 96 I graduated December 95 so I got my first job in 96 and uh Gosh, been working in nursing. Let's see, I stopped nursing about a little over four years ago. Yeah. And July of 2000. Was it 18, 19, 20, 22? Yeah, July 2018, maybe? Or 17. Oh, Lord. Had to be 18. Anyway, um, a friend of mine. Um, who I've known since we worked together at the sheriff's department, probably, <laughs> golly, 35 years, 40 years ago. Good gracious, long time ago. Anyway, he um, he and I ran into each other uh, serendipitously. Um, I was at the uh, Trump inauguration in in, uh, in D.C. I'd never been to a presidential inauguration in my life, and it was one of my bucket lists. And so I went, and um, we ran into each other. Well, I haven't seen this man in 30-something years, literally seen the man in 30-something years. 
And uh, there he is, uh, of all the places. And probably a million or more people were there. Um, regardless, regardless of what the press says, there was, there was over a million people there. Um, at any rate, I ran into him. He says, hey, I'm running for the... I'm running for office down in Florida. And I'm like, why would you want to do that? And we laughed. And he said, well, um, we, uh, he said, I want to uh, be state representative. And I said, oh, okay. And I had no idea. I was on a on assignment at the time. and Or I just signed up for another stint. I used to travel as a nurse. Oh, that coffee's good. And so I said, uh, he said, well, I need, I, I know, where are you living? And I told him where I was living. And, and um, he said, well, I need some help down there. I, I need you to help me. And I said, well, I don't really know anybody, honestly. I'm not that gregarious with my community. I, I stay gone most of the time traveling. But I said, you know, this was in January. And, I, and, and my, my contract wasn't up until July, like middle of July. And um, he said, I said, well, I'll tell you what, give me your phone number and I'll call you. And if you're still interested and you want some help, I'll, I'll give you a call. You know, we'll see what we can do. And honestly, I never gave it a, another minute's thought. I really didn't. You know, it may have crossed my mind once or twice, but honestly, I was so busy with, with the excitement of traveling, the excitement of going back to New England, which I absolutely adore. I would love to live in Vermont. Um, anyway... So fast forward to July, and my contract is wrapping up, and like every other place I've ever been, um, they wanted to keep me. They wanted me to stay on a little longer, and I said, I'd love to stay longer, but I promised a friend that I'd help him, and I, I called, I reached out to him, and, <coughs> and uh, he said, uh, yeah, I, I definitely need you if you can come help me. <coughs> so I came back and um, started working on his campaign did everything, put up signs, put signs together, uh, went to speakings with him, uh, and I was there, wherever he was, I was, and, um, he won the, he won the, uh, primary, and somebody else was running against him, and then he had the general, and he won the general, and, uh, it was just such a surprise to both of us, I think, and, to me especially, maybe not to him. He might have he might have figured he was gonna win anyway. He's a little more confident than I am, but um I uh we were talking one night after the election and uh he said something about, you know, working for him and you know and I said, you know, I I would love to. I'd love to work with you, you know. What do you have available? You know, what can you what what, what would I do, you know? And because um, I'd done a lot, you know, I've been a nurse up to that point for 20 something years. And I thought, well, you know, I'd love to give back to the people. I'd love to give back to my community. And what better way to do that than to serve your community? I've, I've served people all my life in my jobs. I mean, when I was in law enforcement, I served people through the through the laws and um, community. And, and then uh, when I became a nurse, I served people again in another way. So in one way or another, my life has always been service, some kind of service, you know. And so uh, I thought, well, what do you have? What can you do? And, and he said, uh, well, I'm not really, not really sure. And I said, well, 
okay. He said, well, well, let me find out. And I said, okay, that's fine. So we were heading somewhere to pick up some signs because, you know, laws, you have to get your signs up. After so many days of the election, you're required to get your signs up or they can find you. And so we were picking up signs. And anyway, he wanted me to meet him at a restaurant over in a neighboring county where he lives. I live in a different county than he does. And he lives over, I live in Columbia. He lives in Baker. And so he said, I want you to come over and let's sit down and, and um, talk. I said, okay, sure. So I figured, you know, this was a opportunity for him to kind of tell me what he had learned, what he could or could not do, and how many staff he could hire, and what sort of requirements were there and all this here. And um, So I meet over at this restaurant, and there are two two judges. I knew them um, from the campaign. One was a state judge here in Florida. The other one was a county judge, both very powerful men. I'm not surprised because, you know, once Chuck won, he uh, he had a lot of very powerful friends. In fact, he became a powerful person, politically speaking. And um, so I sat down and and we began to talk and we ordered pizza and something else. And um, they were asking me questions and I was answering and everything. And I said, well, is Chuck supposed to meet us here? And they said, yeah, he's on his way. So they kept putting me off, putting me off, putting me off. So finally, at the end of the dinner, when we're done, and I said, well, I'm going to head on back. I guess Chuck's not going to be able to make it tonight. And I was kind of disappointed because I felt like, you know, you'd ask me here, and then you didn't show up. And uh, so he comes bebopping in the door, and I said, where you been, man? I've been waiting on you. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I-, I had some things I had to do and blah, 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 and all this here. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a little rude, you know. I thought to myself. I didn't say it out loud. And... Uh, He said, well, uh, give me a call tomorrow at such and such time. And I'm like, what the heck are you doing, man? You're killing me. I need to, you know, my my recruiter's calling me and got a job lined up for me, wants me to go travel again. And I just need to know if that's what you want to do or not, you know. And so he, uh, he said, just give me a call tomorrow. So I called him the next day and. And he said, meet me so-and-so. We got to pick up some more signs. So we were driving along, and he was talking, and he got real quiet, and he started laughing. And I said, what is so funny? And he said, he said, you didn't know you were being vetted last night. And I said, I was being vetted. I said, really? And he said, yeah. He said, uh, I had the two judges vet you for me. And at first I was a little offended, I'll be honest, because I'm like, you know, Man, I came to help you, and then you want to vet me? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess he trusted them. He didn't really know me, so I get it. It's no big deal. Water under the bridge now. But uh, I said, really vetted? And he laughed, and he said, you didn't figure it out? And I said, well, I mean, I knew they were asking me a lot of questions. I just didn't understand why they were so inquisitive. I guess I wasn't thinking along those lines. And he said, oh, yeah, they were, they were vetting you for me. And I said, really? He said, yeah. I'd asked him to do that. And I said, well, how'd I do? (laughs) He said, well, I'll just tell you what they told me. And I said, well, what was that? He said, they told me you'd be an idiot not to hire Danny or Dan. (laughs) And I said, really? He said, oh, yeah. He said, you pass with flying colors with them. I said, wow, I guess I should feel good. He goes, absolutely. He said, you know who they are? And I said, yeah, I know who they are. And um, he said, 
the other judge was a uh, was in was in the house um, years ago. You know, the house of house of uh, Jesus I've lost my train of thought Florida House and uh, the legislative mem- uh, part of the house anyway and I said no I didn't know that and he goes oh yeah so he I trusted his opinion of you and I said well that's good so anyway one thing led to another I'm, I'm sort of going on and on I apologize and um, he said so do you want the job and I said well sure and he said well I said but, but how much does it pay and he said you know it pays like 2300 or 2400 and I said is that a week and he laughed and he said no that's a month and I said what you got to be kidding me and so anyway I said oh my gosh that's who I don't know if I could live on that and so I went home talked to my wife and she said, well, do you, do you want to do it? And I said, well, I mean, it's got good benefits. It's, you know, state retirement. I've got time in the retirement system already. She and I talked about it. We prayed about it. And I said, it'd be tough, but I'd need your support financially and, you know, emotionally. And she goes, well, if you really want to do it, and this is where God has opened the door, then I definitely think you should do it. So, so I did it. And um, I came on as his district aide. And uh, I've been doing that now for over four years. And my toast is done, so I'm going to take a bite. Oh, my God. Lots of butter. Mm. I wish you could taste this. So I've been doing that for four years. You might say, well, what exactly do you do? Well, I am the stand-in for, for my boss. Most people, I'd say 99.9% of people, would rather have Mr. Brandon. If I were being completely honest, I'd say 100%. 100% of the people would love to see Mr. Brandon. But unfortunately, his schedule is super, super busy. And he can't go to every, you know, uh, event. And especially when, when the session is in for the Florida House of Representatives. And so Mr. Brandon stays super, super busy. And so I would go and do things for him in his stead. I'd rather go with him. But if he can't be somewhere, he'll say, hey, I want you to go here. I want you to do this. I want you to go speak at this. I want you to go speak at that. Or I want you to go make an appearance here. Because what it does is it keeps him relevant in his community and throughout the district. We have five counties to cover. And uh, it's a difficult task for him. It's a lot to do um, because he's always being pulled on. And I'm sort of the gatekeeper. Um, We have a secretary who is awesome. And we have a uh, legislative assistant who is awesome. And they're both smarter than I am. And honestly, I mean, I'm just being completely honest here. He could survive without me, but he could not survive without them. Um, our legislative assistant is, is incredibly intelligent. He's also an attorney. And uh, he goes with Mr. Brandon to Tallahassee. And he is super, super confident and uh, super, super competent. And I have a 
great deal of respect for him and uh, super nice guy just very helpful um, doesn't talk down to you doesn't make you feel stupid because I have a tendency to feel pretty stupid when I'm around other people who I know are smarter than I am or more educated than I am and um, just so you know I have a high school diploma and I went to a nursing program I received a certificate to the nursing graduation uh, program and uh, that was back in 1995 and uh, it although I took credits and college courses I never finished my AA and when I went through the nursing program there were there were several classes that would could be applied to my AA but I never got my AA so I don't really have a college degree which is a pretty big deal um, for someone like me to have the position that I have um, I, I know that it wasn't me who put me here it was God and whether you believe in God or not whether you believe me or not it doesn't really matter it doesn't change the fact that I believe God put me here I'm here for a reason and uh, I'll be here until he's ready to move me on or until he takes me home. So when I'm around other people who are more educated than I am, like like our legislative assistant, you know, and uh, Mr. Brandon, I'm, I'm a little intimidated. And I'm especially intimidated when I go to Tallahassee and I'm surrounded by all these <coughs> professional men and women. And of course, I'm older, um, you know, uh, it, 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 I feel a little intimidated. Now, when I'm around the community people, you know, um, I don't feel as intimidated, I guess. I'm, I'm around the people. And I love people. I genuinely love people. I really do. Um, I enjoy being around them. I, I love to help people. I love to, you know, help people navigate through the dark, murky waters of, of you know, state government. And I, and I love when, when I can help somebody who is frustrated because, you know, they've tried and tried and tried. And then, you know, I make a few phone calls and, you know, they call me back sometimes in tears and just say, I don't know what you did, but everything's fixed. Everything's great. And to me, it's like I've taken a portion of their burden and I've, and I've taken it off their plate and, and I've freed them up from that burden. And so to me... Serving in this way is is an honor, and I'm humbled, really, to be in this job. I really am. Um, I've made a lot of uh, acquaintances, and I've made a lot of friends along the way. And um, I've met the governor, I don't know, four or five times. Um, I've met other congressmen, other legislators, other senators. Um, it's just the, the circle I'm in. They're just people, you know. Uh, it's like years ago when I was on a on a movie set. I was hired as a nurse on a movie set twice, actually. And uh, I remember the first the first week was like, wow, ooh, ah, uh, you know, at all the stars and everything. And then I realized, you know what? They're just people, they're just people, just like you and me, except they make a lot more money, and you know, they're on a big screen. But they're just people. The same goes for these senators and legislators and you know congressmen and even governors. You know, they're just people. They're just people who happen to be in in a position 
that that puts them at the forefront of their community. I'm kind of like the uh, support staff, and I'm okay with that. I really am. I serve at the pleasure of Mr. Brandon, and I and I love that. I love to serve him. I love to serve others. It's just who I am. I'm a I'm a servant. I really am. I, I enjoy doing that. I, I it's just the way God made me. You know, I don't always enjoy every aspect of it because there are people that are demanding and there are people that are difficult, you know, and there are people that, you know, make it kind of hard to be, you know, I don't want to say nice to them, but, you know, there are some people who are just not, they're, they're difficult people, but I love my job. I love what I do. I've been doing it for four years. And, um, and if Mr. Brandon gets elected one more time, he'll term out and I'll be done in four years. He just won his re-election in November, so he gets a two-year term. And um, then after that, he'll have two more years, and then he'll be done. And um, I don't know what I'll do. I don't know where I'll go. Um, as far as education is concerned, I will say this. Um, in January, I'll be taking my last math class. And, um, and in the spring, I'll graduate with my Associates of Arts degree. And I'll actually be a college graduate, which is a big deal for me. And uh, I plan on um, going further and going to the University of Florida to um, finish up my degree. Maybe um, I've, I've actually considered teaching. I'd like to teach history. I love history. The older I get, the more history becomes relevant to me. <laughs> so um, that's what I'd like to do, you know. Um, Life can change on a dime. Who knows? I will go back to school, though. I will continue continue my my degree, even though I'm 56 years old. And uh, it's kind of like putting pearls on a pig. Um, but for me, it's it's a personal thing, something I want to do. But uh, this has been my day so far, and uh, I'd like to share the rest of my day with you in another segment. Um, we're going to go out to dinner later, and. Um, I'd love for us to be able to share that night with you and the fun and things that we're going to be doing. Um, But thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And um, I'm sure you've all at some point said happy birthday. So thank you. I appreciate that. Um, If you can share this this, this, uh, podcast with other people and maybe listen to some of the other podcasts, I've never collected money from this podcast at all, even though there are commercials in there. Um, I've never cashed out anything, and I think maybe I have like twelve dollars in the in the account here. Um, I just let it keep growing. It's it's I do this because I enjoy doing this. I do it because I love to talk and I love to share stories, and so I find that um, I will tell you that I have people from all over the world, literally all over the world, Taiwan. China, uh, Iran, um, England, uh, Canada, uh, the United States, Germany. Gosh, I mean, there's some in Moldova, I think. Um, it's just literally all over the world people are listening to my podcast. And that's amazing. I am so honored and I'm so humbled when anybody takes time out of their day to listen to what I have to say. It means so much to me. So thank you. Thank you for listening, and thanks for tuning in today on this special day, my birthday, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, 
And if you're listening to this at night and you're going to bed, good night, sweet dreams. And may the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and give you peace.